Yes, sir. Welcome to the season finale of Fresh New Look. It is your boy, Fresh. It's your boy, Judge. Yes, and today we have the special guest, all pro all in pro. the NFL, all pro cornerback, my boy, A.J. Boyer. What up? What yes, up? What up? What yes, up? I appreciate welcome, you welcome, coming man. through, man. It's, you know, the last episode, man. I appreciate everything you, you do for the league as well, you know, and including, you know. Top five, dead or alive, yeah, right? Top five, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> going to be top top three to the top one soon, you know. We're going to speak that in the air. Yeah, sir. You know what I mean? So, AJ, man, tell us a, a little bit, you know, about you, you know, where you grew up and, you know, your background, if anybody that don't know. Yeah, man, I uh, grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Uh, I actually used to stay off Pleasantdale Road. Um, oh, shit. North side. Yeah, me, me and my pops, you know, uh, played at the park, Pleasantdale Park. I stayed at the apartments right across the street from there, so. Okay, okay. Uh, I was playing there since I was, like, four. And then uh, we ended up moving all the way up to Swanee when I was, like, 13. Oh, you, you are, that's where I'm at, up, up Lawrenceville way. For real? Yeah, that's yeah, where I'm at. Uh, we used to stay in Morningview. Uh, it was on Satellite Road. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's where all the jobs is at over there. Yeah, and then I went <laughs> Oh, you know that area. Yeah, yeah, I know oh, that area. Yeah. And, and I went just to say uh, North Gwinnett High School yeah. my freshman year. Okay. And then uh, some stuff happened there. Mm-hmm. I ended up transferring to uh, Meadow Creek. Uh, okay. That's off of uh, Beaver Ruin, I think. Beaver Ruin. Oh, I know where that is. Yeah, yeah it's here in Gwinnett. And then uh, I graduated from Tucker High School. And... Um, Played football there, ended up going to Central Florida. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's how it pretty much started before the NFL route. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was me and my dad for a while until he remarried. Okay. Yeah. So, Central Florida, man, you know, a lot of people don't really respect that 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 area too much. The, um, the college, you know, talking about – yeah. As in the NFL, the national you know, they're like, you know, yeah. I mean, yo, listen, they <laughs> underrated. Though. Central Florida is actually one of the top colleges now that a lot of people is finally giving that respect to. Yeah, you know, like a lot of great players that's coming out Central Florida um, is in the NFL, like the Griffin brothers. Yeah, mm-hmm. most you know, those those two guys is very good. You know, especially you coming from Central Florida. You know, I don't really talk too much about Blake, but, you know, Blake came from there, Blake Bortles, <laughs> you know. Well, tell me about um, Central Florida. Like, like, do you think you playing um, for college, Central Florida, for four years end up making it a, a big thing, like uh, making it really good for you, you staying there for four years to go into the NFL that made you, like, more of a veteran? Like, you know, uh, and not just putting you out there, like, in the two years that you played, you know. Yeah, like most, most definitely. Um, I came in playing as a freshman. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't even red shirt. So, uh, a lot okay, of people didn't know smart. I actually started college when I was 17. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, smart. How'd that work? Yeah, well, my, my birthday was in August, so oh, I, I went oh, early, so, you know. Is late August or mid-August? Um, kind of mid-August, August 16th. Yeah, so. mine's August 10th, so I started, really? I started college. So you, you a Leo, too. Yeah, yeah you got college. greatness in you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> my son's a Leo, yeah. Um, Leo's, Leo's is cool. Nah, man, but so I was one of them guys, uh, when I got to college and I tried to go out, I had to be on the game, but sometimes when I went out, they basically had to say I was like a recruit. 
Mm. Uh, just be able to go to like the bars and stuff, but they wouldn't let me drink or anything. <laughs> I was 21 or anything, so I started early. And, um, you know, Coach O'Leary gave me an opportunity. I played corner. I was playing corner and safety. And I think uh, just being under Coach O'Leary a lot, he was really old school, man. Mm-hmm. Like he said, he going to like put your head through the wall, all <laughs> stuff like that. Um, but Talking it tough, me, right? Yeah, Talking it made crazy. me tougher, man, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, I think you know I don't I can't really question God, but everything that happened just it um, it happened for a reason. I didn't get drafted, so uh, when I was undrafted, having that approach, I kind of already knew like I had to earn everything I had. I wasn't gonna have the politics or the favoritism of the game mm-hmm. with the coaches mm-hmm. really messing with me. So um, I think Coach O'Leary helped me out with that a lot. You know, not only him. My, my other teammates, we always go through the same thing. So uh, UCF really made me uh, really who I am just to be better for the NFL. And I think those guys, you know, at the Coach O'Leary left, they ended up getting Coach Frost. You know, they started winning. Mm-hmm. Um, while Coach O'Leary was there, though, they had that's when they beat Baylor that one year. I had some of my boys who were still on there, including Blake. And um, – that's when they started getting a little more recognition. But after that. Yeah, I remember that game in Baylor. Yeah, after that, um, when Scott Frost got there, they just kept winning. I think we went undefeated, and we ended up being Auburn. So I think that's what it was. It was just it was just being some SEC teams, uh, things like that. The bigger bigger programs uh, finally started getting recognition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did, did you want to play quarterback? Uh, Originally? Growing up, I played running back, and then in high school, my uh, well, you know they had us play both. Uh, at North Gwinnett, I played only cornerback, mm-hmm. and then uh, when I transferred uh, to both other high schools, I was playing um, wide receiver and cornerback. Okay, okay. Okay. And then I played safety when I got to college, my uh, freshman and sophomore year. Mm-hmm. So my my question is too: when you get into the NFL, you are restricted. Do you feel like? You, you wanted, like, you had a big chip on your hands that you wanted to prove everybody and show all the teams that passed on you why they, they missed that opportunity? Um, yeah, that definitely, that's what it was like uh, at first. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, grow out of it. I couldn't have that same mentality, you know. <laughs> uh, Can't go through the whole time like that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, I started just, uh, I, was, I was grateful for even, like, being where I was at, man. You know, mm-hmm. I was playing with, like, the likes of Clowney, J.J. Watt, J. Oh, yeah. Joe, Kareem up in Houston. And, you know, it was just – That was a squad right yeah, there, too. Like, I ended up starting there my last year there, and I think I just really started to take that all in, you know. Uh, it was a difficult journey. Mm-hmm. It was long ago, but it was also that quick. And I think uh, when I had that mindset, everything got better for me. How was the practices with all those people? It was it was definitely fun, man. You know, I was always a guy who liked to watch other people and see how they approach the day, with, whether it was in college or not. Um, and you know, JJ, the work after he had Andre Johnson, uh, that's what a lot of people don't really know. Like my rookie year, I had to go against DeAndre Hopkins, but also mm-hmm. I had I could watch Andre Johnson, I could watch JJ Watt, I could watch J Joe who was somebody I followed since he was in Cincinnati and Kareem mm-hmm. Jackson and Bama. And I think just watching how they approach everything on and off the field, it was just, I was taking it in like a sponge because 
everything was hard for me my rookie year. I ended mm -hmm. up getting put on IR, so I didn't really know what to do, mm -hmm. you know, so. So you, I, I like your um, conversation that we had when before I even started the podcast, you know, when I came to your house and we was talking and you, you came, like, you know, you didn't have to even tell me this, um, but, you know, you talking about how you betted on yourself. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people that didn't, um, they didn't believe in you, but you was the only one that believed in yourself. Yeah. You know, like you could talk more on that, like you know, because like you know, just based on of me even showing you about me opening and doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And you was telling me like, you know, how from high school you was on a, a team that wasn't. So oh, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically, uh, you know? basically, what he's saying, I had um, we was at I was at Meadow Creek High School, mm -hmm. and I don't know if you knew how the football team was back then. Mm -hmm. Like it was before I got there for like four years straight. They didn't win a game. They didn't win a game. Like, yeah, it was like a it was like a game. And when I got there, <laughs> we still wasn't winning two years straight. Mm -hmm. We we was losing. We ain't win nothing. Mm -hmm. And I was just hey. tired of it. Like the coaches was like negative and stuff like that and they they like to play mind like high school coaches yo, they they like yeah. to play mind games with kids man and they don't even have to be like that every kid trying to get out too like they mm -hmm. trying to better their lives man you should really help them instead of instead of fucking yeah. with like, their head and shit yeah. i feel like they i ain't gonna say there's a way to take it serious but you still have to because at those ages we still learning man yeah, mentally yeah, yeah. like and they vul you vulnerable at that age too, because you don't know a lot. Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff we do at that age, we still learning. It's gonna affect us maybe, you know, Ten fourteen years, years yeah, fifteen line, years yeah. down the line while we still thirty or something. So, mm -hmm. uh, I was just tired of it, man. I cussed out the head coach, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, him and my dad was close, so he called my dad, and I told my dad, sure, I was like, man, I'm done with it. Like, mm -hmm. how did your father feel on it? He wanted me to stay and. Um, I think it was just more of a comfortable level for him. Like, that's what he was comfortable with. He, but, you know, he had friends at Tucker who, like Coach Hartree and them, who wanted me to, he's a basketball coach. He didn't want me to come there since, like, my sophomore year. Okay. So, uh, I was like, man, I'm going to Tucker. Like, I want to go to Tucker. I want to go somewhere where I could win. Like, I know I could play, but I'm just tired of it. Mm -hmm. So, he was – we was bumping heads for a minute and mm -hmm. he finally just let me go and you know i was like the fourth corner on the team when i came in there because you know you had kids from lsu but they gave me a shot i ended up starting okay. i made first team all state and then um you know i made first team all county whatever it is and then i made the all state team and that's we ended up winning the state championship and that's how i got to ucf so fast forward uh, before going into uh, my last year with Houston, uh, Houston offered me like some some deal. It was low, man. Like it's part of the business, you know. Get them while they still ain't mm -hmm. they ain't hot. They ain't hot, but you, know you that they gonna, they throw a little them. something. So mm -hmm. my agent was telling me like, nah, like bet on yourself. Like he told me sure he's like I could easily take this money and be done with you, but. I've known you since you were a kid. I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, man, take the money. Take the money. Like, mm -hmm. it's it was it was like half a million uh, guaranteed mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And so 
my agent made a bet with him saying, like, I bet you he's going to get paid more than that. More than my that, dad, yeah. Even my dad, if my dad made the bet, that means yeah. he think I wasn't going to get He think he was yeah, So, yeah. Uh, you know, it was kind of, it's like my ass was on fire, you know. This mm -hmm. was this was like the make it or break it. And I, I had my daughter. My daughter was, uh, she had just turned one. Mm -hmm. So, um you got to make a choice. You got to make a small yeah, choice. Yeah, man. You know, I, I think just being in that mode right there, I try to simulate that now. Like, where it's, you know, it's a make it or break it opportunity. It helped me really, you know, focus on what was going to make things better for me. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think if that's kind of understanding, you know. So, um, I ended up balling. Mm -hmm. Long story short, instead of having half a million, yeah, dreams came true. <laughs> yeah, I had for real. forty, and I think it was just it's ever since then. It's like you know, your the people closest to you, they love you, they want to, and I had to understand that like they they are comfortable where I'm at, but I know where I want to be at, mm -hmm. and to get there, I had to be uncomfortable with it. I had to really go do it. Like I made a plan with everything, but if this didn't work out, you know, I, I was still going to be good. And, like, even my boy here, MJ, he'll tell you, like, my mind is still racing. Like, I'm trying to make these moves, man, because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I don't want to just be a football player. I want to mm -hmm. be somebody who can come back. And I made so much money outside of football, I could help out my community. I could yeah, help yeah. out, like, the younger yes. kids. Yeah. Because I've learned the business. And it's That's like – I don't want to coach or nothing, but I want to be able to help these kids make their own money. And what's 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 the crucial uh, catch challenge? What's that? The what? Crucial catch challenge? Um. Oh, you're talking about American Cancer Society. Yeah. yeah they. Uh, that's who I partner with, and uh, we do something every year, like around Christmas. Uh, I do something with that with the kids. I take them to Walmart, give yeah. them, uh, gifts, things like that. You that's know? what's up, man. You get back to the community. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. commendable, bro. And so, like, it's just, I, I spoil my daughter, man. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I give I everything. <laughs> so, like, even Steph seeing how she act, and it's like, <laughs> I have to handle that, but then it's like, I also see how kids act when you give them the simplest thing, like a $20 PlayStation gift mm -hmm. card. Or Fortnite, or even like yeah, the small things mean a lot to them. And it's like that—that's what's been bringing me joy. And it's like I'm—I'm I'm learning to do that with the people who need a helping hand. Mm -hmm. And then with people like my daughter, I'm learning to really help her mentally instead of just giving her gifts and things like mm -hmm. that. But that's what's really motivating me now. That's why I was like, I'm trying to be that—I guess that North Star mm -hmm. in my area where it's like, okay. This is what I did. I had the odds stacked up against me, but once I did this, I ain't just get comfortable. I ain't. Yeah, yeah. I did something else. I got out of my comfort zone because now people can see that it's really possible. Like, we're so conditioned, and we might not even think it, man, but when something don't go our way, we kind of, we blame others. We don't mm. really take time to really be like, man, somebody Listen. else who I look up to them been through the same mm -hmm. thing like you see what like, like, that's why you gotta learn from like the, the former you NFL gotta have players mentors, even yeah. if you don't really know them yourself mm -hmm. like you gotta have that own relationship with them mentally personally mm -hmm. like you have to study them and that's what I've been doing like I did it with football players basketball players I'm, I'm doing it with real estate people now mm -hmm. like I'm just watching moves they making outside of football mm -hmm. so that I could have people close to me like they'll be like 
right, I, I'll let you handle this side of the business because mm-hmm. this is the cash cow football, but I'm still making moves to help my people out. Gotcha. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of um, NFL players they retire or they get cut or whatever, and yeah. they living off the money like their money's done, so, and they ain't got no investments. They don't got nothing. So let me let me let me give you this. Let's say you work so hard at something that you love, right? Mm-hmm. And you've been rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, like you remember where you was at, like in your darkest days when it was just you grinding. Mm-hmm. Now everybody is forcing their way into what you got going on to now where you have to feel obligated to them. Yeah, 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 like yeah. imagine what that puts people through. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's only two Man, ways you're going to go. You either going to, you're going to spend that money taking care of them and not focus on football or mm-hmm. focus on your gifts because you too busy trying to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, all oh, that's gone. What's going to happen next? What's going to happen? Ain't now nobody you, can take care of you. Now you're starting all the way over. <laughs> yeah, like, now yeah, that's yeah. a lot of... So it's just... It's stuff like that, man. You... That's why it's like guys got to really... Think about what they're they doing. They got to have a plan. They mm-hmm. got to be around the right people who are... Because at the end of the day, man, people going to know... They're going to read energy. They're going to know man. some people that's really trying to learn from you mm-hmm. or learn stuff like with you and things like that and that's what I've been just picking up on okay mm-hmm. do you think you think you're being I heard that uh, I read that your father raised you yeah you think that had a lot to do with how you became the type of person you are uh yeah most definitely um I think about it all the time be, just because like man because I, I was a single dad for a while uh-huh. before I met my partner right now okay and I got three boys okay so it's Huh? <laughs> oh, man, I'm a, he I'm touches, a single. He commits to have a baby. I got one for you. I'm, I'm a single dad with two girls. Oh, like, for real? Yeah. yeah, so yeah my, wife, my first one, my wife do June 23rd. See, yeah. that's that's just a whole different. Not me. I'm still single. Yeah, like, I, used to, I used to have, like, so much, like, I ain't going to say anger, but mm-hmm. it was certain things my dad did to me, like. Mm-hmm. To make you a little tougher. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he he worked, like, after football, when he couldn't make it in football, he was in the prison. Like, mm-hmm. that's where he worked, so he dealt with all these inmates. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he was a corrections officer, right? So, yeah, and, yeah. like, um, like, how can I say it? Uh, he grew up in Waco, Texas. Okay. okay. And corrections officers is tough. <laughs> Everybody my grandma, knows. she was very. Uh, his mom, my grandma, like she couldn't really even read. Mm-hmm. So my dad had to do everything on his own, and he okay. wasn't the best when it came to all that. But he knew the game. Like mm-hmm. he knew, he knew people. He knew how to handle people, things like that. He knew how to treat people the right way. He knew how to read people, basically. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think, like me. That's how I was stealing my kids. You right? That's for real. And mm-hmm. I think he. I was so mad. I was so bad at him for what he was doing to me because I was young and I didn't mm-hmm. understand none of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And now that I have my daughters and now that I've been through it, it's like I appreciate him for that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and you didn't, real, you didn't realize till later on in life, right? Or did you appreciate it? Yo, like I used to after school, all I wanted to do, or even in the morning. Let me tell you what I used to do in the morning, uh, middle school when I used to be in pun- on punishment. My mm-hmm. dad would go to work in the morning, mm-hmm. so. Uh, before the bus came, I used to find the TV that he hid, plug it up, play the game. You know, little kids stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of So uh, I remember I got caught uh-huh. doing that before. So what he started doing, he started. I'm telling you, I'm only like six, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. He's making me wake up at five in the morning, mm-hmm. take a vest, go to the hill, run twenty hills, Ooh. come back, and um, 
then go to school and was like, I got to work hard. Like, mm-hmm. he, he just, and then if I didn't do it in the morning, I had to do it after. And then once I, uh, once I had my license, mm-hmm. he made me, like, I had to, before I drove anywhere else, I had to take that vest to the hill and drive um, mm-hmm. at a park we used to stay at uh, mm-hmm. near. So I had to uh, do hills on that. So, well, that speaks a lot on your uh, work ethic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like he, now he I don't kinda, get mad. your father kind of instilled in you early. Yeah. You know what I, mean? but, I got a question though. Um, I used to play high school ball. You know, I, I ain't get to you know college <laughs> stuff like that. But I remember like the lights when like it's the main game, all the lights on you in the civic court, and that feeling, that rush. And then I was been going to a couple of Hawk games and like being on the floor mm-hmm. and like. I know for me, for example, like I like that all the pressure's on you. You either you either perform or you don't. Like, yeah, it's it's definitely amazing. I think the hardest part now with um, in high school, man, you was just playing it because you loved it. You was right. playing it with mm-hmm. your with your kids. You was in class with was working fun. out with. It was yeah. fun. Like yeah. you, the only goal was really like state championship. Like that mm-hmm. was a goal. Yeah. Then you go to college. It's like you get there, you man. I'm enjoying the college experience. Like, man, there's some girls that's coming to the game that I know. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we uh, need a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, it, like stuff like that, man. You playing in front of more fans, mm-hmm. and then you get to the league. And now it's about getting the bag. Mm-hmm. But once you get the bag, it's like, man, uh, you have to find that motivation. But not only that, like. Mm-hmm. I just love playing the game. That's mm-hmm. how it's been for me. The hardest part is now you got kids, you got fans who you don't even know yeah. screaming your name while mm-hmm. you're trying to get locked in to warm yeah. up. You just, you got people texting you. distraction. Like, you yeah. got people texting you, like, uh, two hours before the game, like, yo, I'm going to be on the sideline. Come holler at me. <laughs> like, this is what I had to deal with when I came yeah. to play in Atlanta on top like, of you some stuff. That, oh, yeah, Atlanta, you, I bet. Cause you you got to tune it out, here. right? You got to tune all that shit out. And I got people, like, I don't, they be hitting me saying like, "Yo, I'm gonna be in this section." Mm-hmm. Uh, this and I'm just like, like "What do you want me to like do?" Like they're texting me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to like, play a game. Yo. You want me? Exactly. Let me give you a shout out or something. So like, it's like want? the games that I was really on. I really like appreciated like mm-hmm. being there. I wasn't focused on because yeah. I was in another mind state. Like something probably happened at home or mm-hmm. something probably happened off the field. Where I was like, "Man, I'm glad to be here." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, be appreciated. Instead of yeah. everything going on outside of this, so I think. That's what it is, just managing all that, man. Like, mm-hmm. Even he'll tell you, like, what it's like after the games, bro. Like, <laughs> when I got my girls and I had to take them to the airport because I had to make sure their flight wasn't late and they get mad because I can't sign their autographs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People don't know. I, I can understand, understand that. They don't too, know. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't uh, explain that to Sometimes you got to say no. I mean, yeah. you know, you got life. You have a life. Um, no, when I say no. He, they he tweet me like they they gonna put you on I, Instagram. He, he used to be like, my number one fan <laughs> player, but now I don't like him. I hate him. You know, yeah, this is crazy. But that's fans though. You damn if you do, you damn if you don't. Exactly. Think of it as like you're the hero, and like. Chicago. Um, oh, they do, they tough. Fans we went right there. we went there for All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll tell you like we was up we, we was up there in Nike. Like everywhere we go, we always just go visit Nike, and they had like uh, Ben Simmons there. I guess like taking pictures or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm done shopping. I'm just chilling there on the chair because I'm waiting for him. I'm waiting for Deshaun and his wife. Mm-hmm. And Big D. it was Shaq's son. Like, he was kind of over in the other section by the sneakers. Mm-hmm. And a, What's his name? Uh, Sharif. Sharif. Is it Sharif? I think yeah, it's Sharif. Yeah. And, like, I'm just, I'm looking at, I don't I don't pay attention to, like, them. I pay mm-hmm. attention to, like, people around. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at them. I'm like, yo, like, this man trying to shop you. He with his family. Like, mm-hmm. they probably went through this so much. They used to it. But it's Please. like, what if that happened to me? Like, people just looking. Like, <laughs> they following you everywhere at you. you go. Like, they mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah. I, as soon as you stop talking, hey, can I, can I? <laughs> like, yeah, just, exactly. That's, that's one thing about fame, man. It come with a lot, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you admit it, it ain't for everybody. And then that makes me wonder, like, how much time do they really have to themselves? Because mm-hmm. now they got their family, they got their entourage, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really got to take care of yourself, man. That's hard when you. Unless you live, like, in L.A. and Beverly Hills or something where it's normal to see, like, you know what I'm saying? And even they get a ride still. I would say New York, but New York nah. fans, you know every player, mostly every good player. I like and New York, they, though, they would man. say. Yeah. You know, one thing I, I, I always people don't care. Like, yeah, they, they you don't, don't care. Yeah. No. The fans care. The fans was like, no, oh, AJ, what's up? And then if you had a bad game, you're going to hear it. They're like, damn, AJ, you could have got that. At least you could have got that interception. No, that's what I'm saying. It's kind, of, it's kind of a business move out there. I noticed that the first time mm-hmm. I ever played. Actually, no, when I was in Jacksonville. You said the Giants, not the Jets, though. Just give you that fire. So, uh. When people started knowing like who I was, my first year in the Jags, I went to New York because we had to play the Jets. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was me. I don't think Jalen was with it. It was like me, three other teammates. We went out to eat across the waters, and we went into the city. Mm-hmm. And like they already knew me by name. Like they greeted me. Like it was at Del Frisco's. Mm-hmm. And just the way they were, they was like, man, if you need anything, like, here, this is the GM of the restaurant saying, okay, like, okay, you okay, just okay. text me personally, yeah. like, things like that. And even, like, when we was in L.A., I don't think he was, no, it was Q that was with us. And they just, it's different there, man. You know, it's all business, but if they ain't know who you was, they'll be treating you differently. And, mm-hmm. like, that's one thing I had to pay attention to now. Like, yeah, yeah, even yeah. he'll tell you, like, I get annoyed with how they treat people. Like, if I was somebody or things like that is mm-hmm. you gonna treat me the right way but if you don't know me like you gonna start getting disrespectful yeah, I just, just, <laughs> yeah like if it's me they look at me like and i just don't like dealing with, you want? He'll yeah. tell you, i don't like dealing with businesses like that no more man i, uh, I watch how they treat other people yo. that's good though. you sound woke though bro yeah, i ain't gonna lie yo you sound you sound like you woke man i, I have a question on you know because i want to piggyback on when you talking about when you in the nfl a lot of people go for the check you know, how do you feel when you are a player and you, you know, you got your check already, you're making that money, but you really care about winning? And it's not about stats, it's about the, the game at, as, as it is. And you got certain players on your team that just actually care about the stats and not care about the win. How do you feel when you, you come across certain players like that? See, my, my whole thing with that. I, I could totally understand that because we all get to that situation where mm-hmm. that's what motivates us for that year. Yeah. Um, you know, the greats going to find a way to keep doing it because mm-hmm. it's more than just money to them once they get it. Um, it's about leaving a legacy on that part of the sport and then after that. But 
I feel the only thing I have a problem with, I ain't going to say have a problem with, it's like we have to find the right guys around, whether it's coaches or certain players, to be able to manage that. Mm-hmm. Like, you had those guys who are doing that, but how can we still manage to win? Yeah, That's what the good coaches do. Like, certain coaches know they had these guys, but we still have to win. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's business. And even if it's somebody in my position who won money, blah, 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 like, at the end of the day, organizations got to make a decision. So if mm-hmm. they have to pick between me and them, I'm not going to be mad at that because yeah, exactly. that's just a new opportunity for me somewhere mm-hmm. else and my work is still going to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Okay. And once, uh, one, one again, congratulations on the trade to the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's congrats, a big move. Congrats. You know, your defense is going to be a lot better. I mean, Jaguars' defense was great too, but their offense was the, the missing factor of that team. But you gotta, you gotta go shopping with that boy Von out there, bro. Oh yeah, Von Miller. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But you got you got Von Miller, yeah, you got Chubb, you know Jackson. You, yeah, you got Simmons. this. You got a squad right, yeah. on defense, like you know. And mm-hmm. now you the number one corner for the team too, you know. And in my eyes, you always was like number one, regardless. Even <laughs> Jalen Ramsey is a beast as well. Yeah. And you you lining up with. Great plays. I, I, one thing I can say is you was blessed to be on a lot of great defenses. Yeah. A lot of people can't say that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people wasn't blessed to be on defenses like you have, mm-hmm. you know. And I feel like this year, hopefully, you know, um, this year, come you be on on Jack um, Denver yeah. is going to make it even better because you know I feel like Denver got a better system around them at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, your boy um, Jalen tweeted out, um, free my dogs. <laughs> yeah, for real. Jalen said, free my dogs. Free and, my dog. and, and your boy, um, the, um, the running back, Fournette. Um, Fournette yeah. looked at, he did the Will Smith <laughs> at the end of the season, like, everybody gone. Yeah, looking like, at the house like, yo. <laughs> yo, that was, that was the funniest thing I see. Yeah. All like, my he, dogs yeah. is gone. He been trolling. <laughs> but, but no, man, it's, it's definitely... Um, it's something exciting, you know. Uh, I've watched Vaughn since his uh, the MVP year just because I've known Aqib Tlaib and Chris Harris there. Mm-hmm. I trained with them uh, mm-hmm. in Dallas. So uh, just learning from them guys, and then they always talk big things about Vaughn. They just always talk big about Denver. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you know, I'm definitely excited about that, man, just really getting to see what's up there in Denver. Mm-hmm. I wish he was the Giants, but, you know, I can't complain too much. You know, hey, man, congratulations. Don't, don't hurt my Browns too much. <laughs> you know? Yo, who, 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 they don't play the Browns. He got to play Patrick Mahomes twice. Yeah. Let me ask you, you know? who, who, was the, who you think was the um, all t- the top um, cornerback? Right now or no, you saying in general? All time, all time. I mean. Uh, if we want to – <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to really say that, man, because yeah. there's so many great ones. I'm gonna tell you some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you can do all that. Right, give us your top five all my, time. I'm looking courts. for I'm looking for a certain uh, answer though, but uh, I want to hear what you say. Dion, mm-hmm. is it any order or you just not, not okay, any okay, order? Okay. Uh, Dion, Champ, Champ, Champ Bailey, yup. Uh, that's where it gets tough. Revis. Oh, I'm about to, that's what I was looking but for. But Revis. Boy. Yes, yes, Revis. Oh, yeah, of course, Revis. That's home. why you was waiting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jets. <laughs> Asante Samuels. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sunset. Yeah, he was dope. I want to 
Just because I ain't really, I want to say either Mike Haynes. What about the boy from the Redskins that played like 20 years? Green? I, I didn't watch Green like that, though. That's what boy I'm saying. Boy ran I like a four. I know what he was, I know what he did, but I just never really watched him like yeah, that. That's okay. why it was hard for me. Okay. Uh, I never even like really seen highlights of him. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like either Mike Haynes. Um, what team he played for? He was with the Patriots and the Raiders. Okay. Or I was going to yeah. say, um, I just had him in my head. Ty Lawson? Uh, no. Um, ah, you made me forget. I said Mike Hayes. Give me a team and I'll probably know. Uh, this nigga think he knows. Charles Woodson. Charles <laughs> I would have I knew it if he, said, <laughs> if he said a team. I what team you play on? He played Packers. He played for the he played for the Packers, but he started with out the with the Raiders. Okay. Okay, and he was the one that mit- committed that fumble that they didn't call a fumble to go to Tom Brady. Ball. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know that was the what they called it the the, f- the fumble rule. I guess, yeah, or I forgot what they called the it. Tuck rule. Yeah, the tuck, tuck rule. rule. They be exactly. making so much rules now, man. They be changing up the rules well, like they crazy. They be making rules up. Yeah. They be making rules up. I'll tell you that. Um. That's, that's perfect. Oh, man. There's one more thing, because I know you have to go and eat, you know, and I appreciate you even stopping by, you know. Um, so. You lost in the sauce, man? Yeah, I'm lost in the sauce. <laughs> it was a lot of questions. Oh, yes, that's the, that's the question. Because um, of you, you know, you're not – flamboyant and you don't be out on social media bragging and posting up and talking about how you the highest or you you like one of the best cornerbacks in the league do you feel like people like you Stephon Gilmore that don't really boast they self up or talk so much about they they talent in the um on the field do you think that a lot of people discourage you and like don't really give you that recommendation that you deserve a little bit, you know? I mean, I know a lot of people that do, but I feel like some people that don't really know your name because you don't be yeah, boasting uh, up like a Jalen Ramsey and stuff like that. Yeah, Gilmore Gilmore getting love now, you know, he oh, yeah, cause, won a Super Bowl exactly. and he's just been, he's been balling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I paid attention to it after my, after the year I had in uh, Jacksonville, I had a crazy year and I just I seen the love that he was getting, but they didn't want to show me. And it was just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of seen where things was going with that. And it was like, I, I tell them that all the time. Like, they, they're going to find a way not to make us good because the only way they're going to do that is just keep discrediting me. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid attention to all that. And, um, you know, I was undrafted. I'm not no first-round draft pick who could just – they could promote like that. Mm-hmm. So, But, shoot, you're an all-around type of that's athlete. Why, that's why I was know? like, I don't – yeah, I don't worry about that. At the end of the day, the thing that don't lie is film and stats. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the scouts and stuff, they look at all that. Um, I guess there's a reason why Denver, you know, got me and said I was going to be number one. Mm-hmm. And I know what I'm going to do while I'm there. I'm excited for it. But yeah, I, I feel like that's the best fit for you. Yeah, I think, I think my biggest thing, I, the only reason why I really don't talk, because I, he'll, he'll tell you too, I talk about it all the time, but the moves that I'm trying to make, like that's mm-hmm. that's what I want people to really mm-hmm. talk about. It kind of give you business. more longevity yeah, to in the business. Cause cause I just want to give, like I've been working out with some young guys here. Like one thing about it, Atlanta has talent. Mm-hmm. Like when oh, it comes yeah. to no, I, I agree with football that. and basketball, like even baseball. And I feel like 
at an early age, like I'm talking to them guys and I'm like giving them the magnitude of like, you don't understand, like you could go first round, but not only can you go first round, mm-hmm. the money's going to keep getting higher and higher. So mm-hmm. imagine what all you could do after that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think when they learn that, you know, when you 16, 17, the only thing in your mind is I'm going to college, I'm going to go where the girl's at. Like, that's what you're thinking is the possibility right now. Mm-hmm. You don't know what is really out there for you. There's things that you see on TV, I guess, that entertainers do that's really attainable and you could do it in the right way. Mm-hmm. And when you figure that out, that's what really motivates you. And it's just when you get motivated like that, once you get that opportunity, you got to seize on to it and ride the wave and really make the most out of it. Okay. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm really at right now. It's like I've, I've gotten paid, but I do this because I still love football. I want to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, you want that ring. And you want that ring. I could do things, to still focus on that and have my team really like take care of that stuff, so that when I'm done with football, y'all not going to see me just go back to. I'm not going to be the one to try to just go on NFL Network and talk and just mm-hmm. be. I want to do what I want to do. I want to mm-hmm. chase and create what I like. So, so that's that that seems to be the new thing now. Like all the all the NFL players, they it's like automatic. They're gonna be a, a commentator. It depends. A lot of you know that don't have nothing in the background, like you know, just like you were saying, they try to go to that avenue to still be relevant, you know. And get to but that, yeah, that's a. I know. feel like that's the problem now. Like we're in a time and age where you have to do something to be talked about, like. Man. And it don't even have to be good. It just has to be something. Like, and I think, like, the LeBrons of the world, the Michael Jordans, even, like, the Peyton Manning's, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady's, like, even the Cam Newtons. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. them type of guys, they've done things off the field without really being much of the distraction to the main business that's been – giving them them opportunities Mm -hmm. and that's what I've just been doing like my main focus is football and that's what I need that's what I be trying to like that's why I really don't post much because it's like I need people to understand like that's my main focus I'll post my daughter sometime Mm -hmm. if I'm doing something I'll post it um but besides that if it ain't football season I really don't be posting like that because I'm either watching film working out or I'm just doing other business I don't have time because social media don't pay me if it paid me Mm-hmm. I would be on it more. That's facts. That's facts. That's what's up. I like that. Um, so, you talk about your your business is what you're doing outside of um, NFL. You know, you got a couple you want you want to elaborate and talk about, or you you still got it under works that you know you just trying to keep it under wraps at the moment. Yeah, uh, I'm keeping most of it under wraps, but mostly just real estate, man. I mm-hmm. think. Um, any level that you're at, like, I wish I would have known this earlier. Like, you telling me I was getting this in college, certain money in college, and when I first got to the league, even that, like, you could have got real estate for nothing and rented out to other people, you know, and they're paying you. And it's just all about cash flow, like getting money outside of mm-hmm. what you're getting paid. And that's why I was like, even now, if I would have known back in the day, I was, like, if I was in college, if I bought, like, a duplex, I lived mm-hmm. in one, but somebody else is paying for the other one. Okay. So, and at the end of the day, I own it, and now I'm renting them all out. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think, real estate. Right generational wealth. Yeah. yeah. We got a um, uh, 
rental property in Cleveland right now, me and mm. my wife. So. Okay, see, yeah. And I feel like people just need to do it. I feel like um, no matter what's going on, real estate is always going to be there because people are always going to have somewhere to live. Mm-hmm. They still need somewhere to live. No just like what. moving companies always going to be around because people are always moving somewhere. You mm-hmm. don't want to do it yourself. So Just like barbers, you know. Barbers always, always need you it. always need you. Oh, we don't need you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, you call me. so now, like, the new, and I told you about this, like, the new wave is the. Yeah, you were talking about What was the new wave? Like, uh, you had podcasts. Oh. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. So, um, let's say, like, with what y'all doing right now, y'all mm-hmm. put this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And YouTube pays you X amount for views. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was like for 70,000 views, you get like, I want to say 10, let's just say 10,000 or something. I don't know mm-hmm. the exact number. So you made 10,000 off YouTube. That same video you put on YouTube, mm-hmm. you could stream it on something like Mixer or Caffeine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you have live viewers. So now you're getting paid from YouTube and Mixer. Mm. And for any other platform you want, and I, I feel like instead of just getting from one way, yeah. you're getting it from different and, ways, multiple ways. You see what I'm saying? And now, mm-hmm. now you don't have to create it just by making music videos. Mm-hmm. Like YouTube was first used for music, music videos, videos and yeah. comedy skits. Mm-hmm. Now you could do it for lifestyle stuff. People are making their own networks on YouTube. Like P mm. Diddy made Revolt. Like okay, now that's okay. a big network on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, that's a real mm-hmm. network. Yeah, so exactly. It's just stuff like Vice. Vice started on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. We just, yeah. um, we were talking about that, um, and it's crazy you saying that. I had a client yesterday just talking about that as well, and I was telling mm-hmm. him that how we were just t- talking yeah. about that, and he was telling me what I should do to get my s- stuff into that platform. Yeah. And thank, thank you, we talked about it, because now the, the client I was talking about, we're going to actually sit down tomorrow and like get certain stuff to, yeah. together lined up. So mm-hmm. Y'all know, ever heard of Twitch? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seen that just chatting? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're getting paid off of that, mm-hmm. and all they're doing yeah, is talking. Oh, that's what academics be on, right? Like, he's getting like, paid off of it. Like, yeah. They be donating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they do it. It's donation, so they, yeah, they exactly. operate like a church. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just so be saying, ching, like, ching, 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 ching. If you like the, the podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to support you and just give you whatever they feel. And yeah, mm-hmm. man, you got you know? a thousand viewers in, and everybody donate $5. Because I think the minimum donation on Twitch is $5. All mm. thousand of them donate five thousand. <laughs> yeah, because, because think about it. Like ten, I say about about ten, ten to uh, twelve years ago. Like if mm-hmm. we were saying we wanted to do this, mm-hmm. and our family would be looking at us like, like we're crazy, crazy yeah, for real. Exactly. But then even then, like think about it. That same family today, mm-hmm. they're old school. They don't do the research on all this stuff, so they'll still think the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like, why would I even bump heads with you when you really don't understand? Yeah, right? you don't yeah. understand. Just go ahead and this do it. This is something I gotta do. You like, gotta do and show you. Yeah. And then you, when, when you see me doing good, that's you gonna <laughs> Exactly. Come now they're like, oh, that's, uh, congratulations, I'm happy. Because, I, because I'm, think about it, though. Like, the most thing that they're scared of, and I'm going to keep it real. The most thing any family member going to be scared of is that you're going to go broke doing mm-hmm. this. Yeah. But now, in this day and age, yeah, you buy your equipment and things like that, but the only thing that you're really sacrificing is your time now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything now in this day and age is really about how many people you want to have involved with it and the work you're willing to put in on it to mm-hmm. get it out there. Mm-hmm. Just like it is with making music, how much time you're going to put into making all these beats, like mm-hmm. how many episodes you're going to make. Mm-hmm. How much material are we like? Let's say something happened 
uh, with the coronavirus and everything, mm-hmm. like how much worse is this going to get? Like how much can we record before mm-hmm. this happens? Before this so happens. now we just so dishing out got the material. content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you lie. Now everybody watching yeah, something yeah. like this. Everybody so watching something yeah. right now. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Last question before you leave. This last question. Um, I was watching the video, you and your cousin. A lot of people don't know your cousin is Jalen Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, that plays for the Celtics. And y'all had a... Uh, uh, a race. Uh, yeah, a race, a 40 yard dash race. Mm-hmm. You know? Who, who won? Oh, it's oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch the video. You gotta watch it. You know, it's, it's funny. He called he, me out. Yeah, he called him out. He called too. Him that out, was yeah. funny. And it was the first race was the funniest to me. How you was running and then you start looking back at him and yeah. slow down yeah. on him. That's 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 speed, right? You don't there, know you, you do know? that for a living, boy. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jalen, nah, but Jalen, he could run too. He but basketball, what I'm basketball, saying though, he, he got to run. Too. Like we, the same park that I grew up playing at, uh-huh. that's where he grew up playing at. Okay, like, okay. Um, when him, it was him, um, his mom, and his older brother. Like, so the park was right here. My mm-hmm. apartments was right here. If you cross the little intersection street to the other apartments, they stay right, right there. Right there. Okay. So me and Q played in the same park, and he grew up. Like, people don't know, like, uh, Jalen's first love was really football. Okay. Uh, like, he was probably one of the best football players out of all of us. That's oh, why he had that mindset. Like, okay, he yeah. It's <laughs> so, just because he got so tall that yeah, he had to go he, to he basketball. Think, he think he could just look. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He think he just just because he bigger than yeah, us. Yeah, oh, yeah. you don't work like that. <laughs> it's different. I'm gonna still you know? come at you. So yeah. Hey, yeah, I seen the footwork too. Like you know, he, yeah, he, he still he still gotta do a little bit more of the footwork. You know, I see. You know, nah, I yeah. Ball, he got heart. I like. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah Jalen Brown was a piece. Too, man. So. You, you know, shoot. Uh, they actually, I thought they would have won the the finals or went to the finals last yeah. year. You know, uh, but, yeah, I went to you know, I went to the one where uh, LeBron came back on him. Ooh. I, I seen that in person, man. That's what I seen. I seen that in. That's, that's, that's where Tatum banged it on LeBron, right? Uh, yeah, that was where Tatum banged on LeBron. And look at him. Hey, y'all too perfect, man. He did like this. He did like this. Oh, I was like this. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. Huh? I'm not a Knicks fan. We're not a Knicks fan. I'm a Nets fan. They're going to be great next year. What do you mean? <laughs> They're going to be great. KD. Yeah, you, Kyrie, got, you got that vibe Ky- of the Kyrie in your life. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. But look, it took Kyrie to help you win the finals, right? And LeBron won that, man. Still, Don't stop start. Stop do not say right? only LeBron because Kyrie averaged 40 points in Kyrie that finals. Kyrie did go crazy. Okay? In that crazy. finals, he averaged 40 points. All right. Especially the game that y'all had to win. He had 43 points right, in that must-game win. I'm going to let you know a big secret, though. Y'all not getting that same Kyrie vibe. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds <laughs> good until Kyrie starts showing you. Look, we are at the season, you know, the season right now, Ky- Kyrie wasn't hurt. And KD, we already been, we already in the playoff hunt this right now. This is what y'all begin. We AC. <laughs> oh, we talk so much. We still need to play basketball, me and this guy. You know. Oh man. Yeah. yeah you know. You know? Camera too. I'm, I'm, I'm. One thing about me, I'm so, so competitive. You know. It's, it's, yeah, y'all need to record that. That's the. Yeah. Oh, we are I too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the video too. Hit <laughs> him with the jump shots too. You know. I know you're gonna give me something. Look, everybody, too, but... every, everybody that's from New York think they can put the ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we can. We can. That's why. 
But man, I appreciate you tuning in. Everybody no doubt, tuning no in doubt. and showing everybody showing us love about fresh new look. You know, and this is the end of the season. I'm not telling you when the, the next season is going to start, but you know, I'm going to line everything up. You know, I hope everybody subscribe and tune in to the latest podcast of Fresh New Look. AJ, I appreciate you giving us no doubt, your time. No you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You don't have to, but you did. Mm -hmm. uh, that Definitely. really means big to me. You know, I wish you the best this season. Oh, yeah, bro. for real. I wish you the best. Oh, we're going to be looking, man. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll put this already to this year. All pro, first team all pro. Yeah. Pro Bowl, and I would say Super Bowl Super champion. Bowl. Super you know, Bowl champs, <laughs> I, that's right. Unless my Giants get to the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. you know I, mean? I, I just still put that in or the, the Jets, air. or the Jets, or the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before you cut it off, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. In this world, there's a lot more people wearing fake rollies than wearing real ones. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And, and when you go to Forbes and you see the list of the richest people in the world, mm -hmm. those are the only those are only the people that that you know Forbes. about. Mm. You know about. Yep. So just always keep that in mind. We can't talk about the business moves, but there's a lot of big things coming. Oh yeah. So always remain humble and always give back. Yeah. Bless her, bless her, yeah, bless her, bless I appreciate her. that I like words, that. man, yeah. for real. That was perfect. Yeah, no, that's, that's perfect for the ending, yo. Yeah, it was perfect for the ending, yo. Me and AJ always talking about this, you know. That's why I always, like, with one thing, since I've been cutting AJ, I could always say, like, AJ was genuine. Just, like, he knows me, too. Like, you know, I'm not about whatever you got. That's be you. humble, be you know humble. I, mean? I respect that I'm, a lot, I'm the same way, you know what I mean? So, but we, I don't like the hype, know, man. Exactly. We don't like the hype. Oh, yeah. Down to earth, man. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in once again. And I'll see y'all another time. Thank you.